Chapter 7. Welcome to Warlocks and Workouts. In the last chapter, you made it through a room filled with traps and overgrown vines. After a fight with two goblins, you were ambushed by a spider beetle. It used webbing to bind your limbs, but you managed to defeat the monster by attacking its weak underbelly. As the light from its eyes faded, you glimpsed the same red energy from the sorceress's other experiments. Now you're in a long, misty hallway covered in more vines. There's a dim light at the end of the tunnel. You prepare to jog towards it in three, two, one, go. You jog towards the light, one, two, one, two, and see the tunnel open out onto a ledge overlooking an immense underground cavern, hundreds of feet from top to bottom and twice as wide. It looks like there's a hundred foot drop from the ledge you're standing on down to the cavern floor. The vines are growing everywhere. They blanket the floor, the walls, and the ceiling, turning the cavern into a jungle. Tall stone pillars rise from the vines, but they're hard to see through the strange mist floating up from below. You prepare to switch into jumping jacks to wave the mist away in three, two, one, go. You wave the mist away with jumping jacks. One, two, one, two. You see the cavern was once populated by stone bridges, but most have collapsed into the vines below, leaving tall supporting pillars behind. The only intact structure is a pyramid-shaped temple at the far end of the cavern. The bridges between you and the pyramid are ruined, but you spot a thin wooden ledge along the cavern's left wall. It looks like you can sidle along the ledge and work your way out to the pyramid from there. As the mist disappears, you approach the ledge and prepare to move across it with left side lunges. Three, two, one, go. You lunge out onto the wooden boards with your back to the cavern wall. One, and two. One, and two. The boards groan beneath your feet as the view of the temple in the distance becomes clearer. It's a blocky pyramid that reminds you of the Temple of Mahao's shape. This one is a hundred feet tall and is draped in creepers and bright red flower bulbs. At the top is a stone altar with a final glowing red bulb. You recognize the figure in black standing beside it. It's the sorceress. Ten seconds. The vines hanging from the wall are growing thicker and blocking your path. You prepare to crawl underneath by switching into a bear crawl in three, two, one, go. You bear crawl along the rickety boards, always moving with opposite legs and hands. One and two. One and two. Vines brush the back of your neck and you make sure to drop your shoulders and keep your back straight. As you approach the end of the boards, you squint at the distant pyramid. The sorceress is kneeling. You spot a glass vial in her hand, which she pours out onto a patch of vines. You pass the creepers in five, four, three, two, one, break. You stand up on the ledge. The distant sorceress waves at you. Hello, dear. I'm Zenith. Supreme Sorceress of Fastark the Devourer. She raises one hand and the hairs on your neck stand up as the vines hanging above you twist around to point at you like accusing fingers. You must be tired, the sorceress says. Would you like a hand across? You decide you do not, in fact, need a hand and prepare to resume side lunges away from those creepers. Three, two, one, go. You press your back to the cavern wall and lunge across the narrow walkway. One and two. One and 
too. You glance back and feel your stomach drop as you see the vines writhing and reaching for you, twisting like hungry serpents. You look at the sorceress and see her waving her hands, guiding the vines. Spires, you hate magic. You keep your side lunges as deep as possible so the vines hanging from above can't tangle in your hair. You see them descending towards you like they're trying to cut you off, and you prepare to switch into a bear crawl to slip beneath. Three, two, one, go. You crawl along the planks as the vines stretch down towards you. One and two. One and two. The mists roll and billow around you, revealing more sections of stone bridge that have collapsed into the vines. Some still stand tall, leaning drunkenly against each other. Fifteen seconds. Vines reach towards you from underneath, looking for gaps in the boards. Not too far ahead, you see a tall pillar blocking your path. You're about to run out of boards to crawl on. Three, two, one, break. You stand up and take a drink. The pursuing vines are swarming across the wooden boards, crunching them into splinters and feeling out towards you like the fingers of a blind pickpocket. Slow but steady and purposeful. You back up against the tall pillar as the vines close the distance. The pillar's bare stone is riddled with cracks deep enough to be handholds. As the first creeper stretch towards your boots, you prepare to begin ladder climbs. Five, four, three, two, one, go. You ladder climb upwards. One, two, one, two. The vines below snake and wind up the pillar in pursuit, and you have to move fast to stay a few inches ahead. As you near the top, you hear a crack. The pillar shudders and begins to shift under your weight. Fifteen seconds. Vines below snap like rigging in a storm as the pillar slowly tips. There's a final crunch and it tilts out from the wall before toppling completely. Three, two, one, break. You cling tight to the pillar as it tilts, plunging away from the cavern wall. It slams into the ruins of the ancient bridge in the center with a boom. The impact is massive and you lose your grip and slide down the pillar towards the jungle of vines below. You reach out, trying to grip a handhold. Anything. At last, your hands find a groove. You stop with a sudden jolt and prepare to ladder climb up to safety. Three, two, one, go. You ladder climb up the pillar. One, two, one, two. Below you, vines are already climbing upward, trying to grab a hold of your feet. You look up and see that the pillar has split about 30 feet above you. The top half of the pillar now leans against the bridge ruins like a broken reed. Ten seconds. Just a few feet above you is the break in the pillar where the top half leans over. You reach it in three, two, one, break. The vines below you writhe helplessly like they've lost your scent. The next section is going to be dangerous. Any sudden movement may dislodge the delicately balanced pillar and hurl you into the vines below. You drop to your hands and knees, then prepare to bear crawl up the tilted stone in three, two, one, go. You crawl up the leaning pillar towards the first of the towering bridge ruins above you. One and two. One and two. As you approach the top of the pillar, you see the remains of the bridge floor. It's a massive slab of stone, and it's almost completely collapsed on one side, making it more wall than floor. A stone railing is all you'll have to stand on. You reach the railing and prepare to switch to right side lunges in three, two, one, go. 
You side lunge across the ruined chunk of bridge, feeling the stone shift under your feet. One, and two. One, and two. You look ahead, mapping out a route to the sorceress. To reach the pyramid, it looks like you'll first need to go over a thick, vine-covered stone tower. Atop the tower are three tall, stern-looking statues covered in vines and red bulbs. The bridge between you and the tower has almost totally collapsed, leaving only a thin support beam suspended over the drop to the jungle far below. 15 seconds. The narrow beam runs for about 50 yards, then connects to another section of bridge that's tipped sideways. Almost to the beam. Three, two, one, break. You catch your breath, take a drink, and examine the support beam in front of you. It looks too thin to risk lunging across. A high-pitched voice carries through the air. You're taking your time, dear, but at least you're putting on a show. The sorceress is a demure black shape atop the distant pyramid. The green gem scale around her neck glitters in the gloom. You focus back on the beam and prepare to perform a bear crawl in three, two, one, go. You bear crawl across the beam. One and two. One and two. Trying not to look down at the long drop into the vines. In the distance, the sorceress calls. Do you like what I've done with the place? You could call it an experiment for recreating Vostok's perfect world. The beam ends just a few yards ahead, connecting to another tilted section of bridge. You prepare to switch to left side lunges to move along the stone handrail in three, two, one, go. You step out onto the bridge handrail and begin left side lunges. One and two. One and two. As you move, you glance down through a gap in the stone. The vines far below are reaching up towards the bridge, but they're not quite long enough to grab you. 20 seconds. Up ahead, the bridge is completely collapsed down into the jungle, leaving only the tall support pillars. They jut up out of the vines at all different heights, forming a rough path toward the circular tower in the distance. The pillars look like the only way to move forward. You reach the end of the bridge in three, two, one, break. You take a drink and look out at the pillars and the tower beyond. Despite being strangled by vines, the tower looks strong and solid. You can also see three large red flowers atop the tower, one growing on each of the ancient statues. The pillars between you and the tower are engulfed by vines. Some stand tall, while others have crumbled almost all the way down to nothing. You eye your path, then prepare to jump across the pillars in three, two, one, go. You begin jumping from one pillar to the next, always angling towards the tower. Jump. Jump. Stone crumbles under your boots as you move between the pillars, and you kick up puffs of dust with each jump. 15 seconds. Your knees and ankles are bent as you land, so you can move fluidly into your next jump. There's a pillar not too far ahead that looks sturdy enough for you to take a rest. You dig deep and reach the pillar in three, two, one, break. You land on top of the sturdy pillar and catch your breath. You're a third of the way to this big central tower. Now that you're closer, you can see that the three statues have been beheaded and the large red flower bulbs pulse with red light atop the stumps of their stone necks. It feels like the sorceress has made the flowers grow there deliberately, 
like a macabre helmet for the centuries-old relics. You prepare to resume jumps in three, two, one, go. You jump from the pillar, keeping your back straight and throwing your hands up with each leap to maximize your height. Jump, jump. As you leap from one pillar, you feel it tilt and collapse beneath you. It falls into the net of vines and you see them writhing as they're crushed under its weight. 15 seconds. Another pillar just ahead looks solid. You keep taking steady breaths, pulling your knees up with each jump as you approach the pillar. Three, two, one, break. You catch your breath and take a drink. Beyond the tower, the sorceress continues her movements, coaxing the vines to seek you. Even this far from the tower, you could see them twisting on the walls. Do you like my creations? The sorceress calls. They're the first step in creating a land of lush jungles and moving shadows, where the strong will devour the weak as nature intended. You prepare to jump across the final pillars in three, two, one, go. You leap between the pillars, feeling more stone tilt and collapse underfoot. Jump, jump. Each pillar is a little higher than the one before, taking you on a path up to the tower's flat circular top you see the three statues and the red flowers perched on the very edge. The red light from the flowers makes the area seem to glow. 10 seconds. Don't fall, little one, the sorceress calls. You ignore her taunts and push harder. Three, two, one, break. Just as you land atop the tower, you hear a soft clapping. You look out at the sorceress, perched regally on her altar on the distant pyramid. She waves. It's been fun, but I have things to do. Vines on all sides start crawling toward you. There's no easy escape, but the three statues look wobbly. You realize you might be able to push them over, taking the flower and vines with them. You prepare to perform a wall sit against a statue in three, two, one, go. You settle into your wall sit and push against the statue. You feel it wobble and grind against the stone. The red flower on top of the statue sways back and forth. It pulses with a deep light like a slow heartbeat. You keep your core tense as the statue tilts further. 10 seconds. The vines creeping across the tower are only a few feet away, but you can feel the statue tipping as it passes over the lip of the tower. Three, two, one, break. The statue tumbles, tearing vines out of the temple walls until it finally hits the ground, crushing the flower. You hear the sorceress's tone change from amused to shocked. Wait, what have you done? All around you, vines lash furiously at the air. Some vines petrify, withering and turning into black husks. A vine sweeps you off your feet, grabbing your ankles and pulling you towards the edge. You dig your heels into cracks in the stone and prepare to begin seated dips in two, one, go. You place your hands flat and begin seated dips. One and two, one and two. You keep your feet planted against the tower's floor, resisting the vines as they drag you closer to the edge. 15 seconds. With every dip, the vines break away from your wrists and ankles, but there are so many that they continue pulling you toward the edge of the tower. Getting loose will take more drastic action, and you prepare to switch to bicycle crunches in three, two, one, go. You get on your back and begin bicycle crunches. One, two, 
One, two. With each crunch, the vines wrapping tight around your arms and legs stretch. They tear in half, spraying sap into the air. My, my babies, the sorceress cries. You can't. You don't have the right. Fifteen seconds. The creepers whip around like they're in pain, and some wither, shrinking up like they've been burned. You keep crunching as you pull the last vines away. Five, four, three, two, one, break. You jump up and catch your breath. A few vines still twitch at your feet, but they seem confused and aimless. The sorceress stands up onto the altar at the peak of the pyramid. Her expression is darkened by rage. Don't you understand, you pest? The sorceress shouts. There's a natural order. Your rightful place is under my heel. She clutches the gem scale hanging around her neck. It blazes with an unnatural magic light, and the vines start swarming up the side of the tower toward you with renewed fury. They shoot upward so fast, they're almost a blur. You finish shaking out your legs, then rush to the second statue and prepare to begin a wall sit in three, two, one, go. You press against the statue in a wall sit, keeping your legs bent at 90 degrees. The red flower wobbles precariously on top of the statue's shoulders. Keep away from those, Zenith cries. You see the vine slow, circling around you as though cautious. The slightest change can impact the entire ecosystem. You're ruining everything. 20 seconds. The statue tips back and forth as you hold your wall sit. The vines are creeping closer, nodding carefully around your feet. As the statue tips over the edge, the vines grab you and pull you to the ground. You prepare to switch to seated dips in five, four, three, two, one, go. You try to free yourself using dips, wedging your feet against the stone as the vines pull you toward the edge of the roof. One and two. One and two. You hear a crunch as the statue you shoved over the edge hits the ground, but the vines aren't giving up yet. Even as some blacken and die around you, more take their place, cinching tight around your hands and ankles. They're crushing you. You prepare to switch to bicycle crunches in three, two, one, go. You stretch the vines with each bicycle crunch. One, two, one, two. The vines spasm as you tear your constraints apart. They tremble like they're in pain, and you hear the sorceress in the distance calling. Stop this now. Why won't you just give up? 15 seconds. The thinner vines fall off, and as they land on the stone floor, you see them withering, then turning hard and black. Only a few vines left. You keep crunching, pushing through the burn. Three, two, one, break. You stand up and take a drink. All the vines atop the tower are shriveled and black, but you can see the sorceress coaxing new, fresh vines up the side of the tower and toward you. She shouts at you from the peak of the pyramid-shaped temple. Can't you see what you're doing? How insignificant you are compared to my work. This is an insult to the great devourer. One statue left. It sits farther from the edge than the others. You see vines peeking over the edge of the tower on all sides, and you prepare to push the last statue off the edge using a wall sit in three, two, one, go. You wall sit against the statue with your back flat and your core tight. The vines wind closer, but hesitate as the statue shifts. They dart to your legs and wrap around your ankles like manacles. 
and you begin to feel them slowly pull you away towards the center of the tower. 20 seconds. You hear stone grind and clonk as the statue tips back upright, settling heavily a few feet from the edge of the tower. If that's the way you want to be, so be it, says the sorceress. More vines grab at your legs and you're pulled to the ground. You prepare to switch to seated dips in three, two, one, go. You dig your heels into the ground and perform dips. One and two. One and two. The vines pull you past the statue and all the way to the edge, and you manage to plant your feet just in time. You get a glimpse over the side of the tower and see the vines down there churning like the ocean in a storm, hungry and ready to feast. As more vines grab your hands, you prepare to switch to bicycle crunches. Three, two, one, go. You perform hard and fast bicycle crunches, stretching and tearing the vines with each movement. One, two, one, two. Each time a creeper rips in half, it whips away, shriveling and turning black. You parasite! You hear the sorceress cry. I'll tear you off that tower! Fifteen seconds. The roof is a mass of dead and dying creepers. As you feel the last of the few vines binding you begin to break, you prepare to jump up and resume your wall sit. Three, two, one, go. You slam against the statue and hold your wall sit tight. The statue creaks as you shove it toward the edge and the red glow inside the flower pulses faster. This is unforgivable, the sorceress shouts. I'll make you pay for this. You feel the stone rumble beneath your feet as a mass of countless vines rush up the side of the tower. 20 seconds. You keep your breathing steady and tense your thighs. The statue is almost at the edge. You push harder, feeling it tipping. Further, further. As the statue tumbles over the edge, a tidal wave of vines shoots upward, casting a long shadow as they loom above you. Three, two, one, break. You take a drink as the statue topples, taking the flower with it. You hear a smash, and the vines reaching for you go black and wither like sunburned stalks. Enough! The sorceress cries. She holds up a hand, and a light blazes above her palm. Several glass vials appear from the light, then shatter, covering the red flower bulb on the altar behind her. You shake out your legs and look at the collapsed pillars between you and the sorceress's pyramid. Three sets of jumps, and you'll be able to take her on hand-to-hand, -hand, then seize the gem scale. You prepare to begin jumps across the remaining pillars in three, two, one, go. You leap off the temple, land on a tilted pillar, and spring into your next jump. Jump! Jump! Ahead of you, you see the liquid soaking into the petals of the bulb on the sorceress's altar. It blazes with magical light. You approach a solid-looking pillar where you can take a quick breather. Three, two, one, break. At the peak of the pyramid, the sorceress waves her hands. Her vines rise up to her left and right like an honor guard. Then they twine around her, forming a protective ball that lifts her into the air. Witness a warlock's might, she screams. The sorceress is hidden inside of her ball of vines, but her voice seems to echo all around you. Vines smash against the pillar you're standing on. You feel it trembling and prepare to resume jumps in three, two, one, go. You jump to the next pillar, landing on the balls of your feet. Jump, jump, 
you hear a crunching noise behind you and glance back. The pillar you were just standing on shatters as it's swarmed by vines from below, collapsing into the jungle. You're approaching a pillar with a wide top. Three, two, one, break. You land on the pillar, catch your breath, and take a drink. Behind you, all the pillars you jump between are being pulled apart by vines. They swarm onto huge chunks of stone and crush them into dust. The sorceress laughs. <laughs> you fool! Did you really think you could stand against us? One insect against the four warlocks chosen to resurrect the Devourer? The pyramid is close. You prepare for one last set of jumps in five, four, three, two, one, go. You leap between the pillars. Jump. Jump. Almost to the pyramid now. You see a pillar up ahead trembling as vines slam against the stone. It'll take all your skill not to fall off the moment you land. As you approach the pillar, you prepare to switch to squat pulses in three, two, one, go. You get low and perform squat pulses, keeping your hands out in front of you for balance and moving about an inch up and down. One, two, one, two. The platform trembles beneath you as vines smash against the stone over and over. You're so close to the wall of the pyramid. Chunks of rock fly past your head and tumble into the jungle below. 25 seconds. You reap what you sow, the sorceress calls as she slams her vines into the pillar. The red flowers around the temple shine in response. The stone beneath you groans and begins to lean away from the pyramid out towards the jungle. One more boom and the whole pillar plunges down, taking you with it. Three, two, one, done. As the vines crush the pillar you were standing on into tiny splinters, you tumble down toward the sea of churning vines far below. The last thing you manage to do before you hit that canopy of creepers is curl up into a ball and protect that gem scale you stole from Grisamond. A good thief never lets go of their loot, after all. Then you slam into the vines and the world goes black. End of chapter 7 Hi, Adam here. Thanks for listening to this chapter. If you like it, we'd really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend or gave us a rating. Join us on our Discord at warlocksandworkouts.com discord or unlock all chapters and new stuff by becoming a patron at warlocksandworkouts.com patreon. Narration by Joshua Alt and authoring help by Christopher Ruz. Thanks and see you next time.